Hi, I'm Mrs. W, and I'm a teacher. And I'm Mrs. B, and I'm a teacher. Teaching really is an art, but with our actual degrees and experience in teaching, we have a BS in education. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. It's a BS in education. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 74 of A BS in Education. I'm Miss B. And, and I'm Miss W. That's Miss W. <laughs> it took us a really long time to figure out which episode we were on. Yep. We had to go digging back through Google Docs and stuff. Time is just, everything is in a, in yeah. a strange loop right now. It sure is. Strange loop of the world. But hey, I went to, I just got back from the beach Oh, so that yes, was very... I saw the, the video with the kids chasing the puppy. And they were chasing cool. the puppy. It was so fun. It was just, I took off on Friday and nice. um, went to the beach with my family and my brother's family and my parents. And nice. it was very nice weekend. I got a lot of napping in, which, as you know, is very important good. for my functioning. So I'm feeling pretty good about stuff. Nice. Yeah. How about you? What you been up to? How many... Um. Oh, lots of stuff. So I was home last weekend for my little sister's baby shower, which like went surprisingly well because it was ladies in like three different states planned it. And then we all just came together like wow. the day of the shower. That's kind like, of impressive. I ordered cookies from some rando I found on Facebook that wanted to be paid only in cash. I had to do a balloon garland. I had to mail the balloon blowing up thing to my, oh my sister's God. mother-in-law because I didn't want to try to take it on the airplane because it kind of just looks like a, a car battery. <laughs> oh, that feels like a lot. Oh, it does. I've seen those things before. Yeah. yeah. So it went like, and it went really well, except for almost everybody that went to the baby shower now has COVID. So that sucks. Oh, <laughs> Not almost everybody, but like my sister's in-laws and fiance or uh, yeah, they they have it, and then my little sister just found out she has it today, and she's, you know, pregnant, so oh, she's freaking out. That but sucks. I'd be, be fine. I would be freaking out a little bit. Yeah. Also, I, yeah. when I was pregnant the first time around, I was terrified that I would get the Zika virus. Do you remember that? Oh, when I did. all the babies were born with, like, little heads or something? Yeah. yeah. Little tiny head. God, I was terrified I would get the Zika virus. I didn't, so that's the good news. Good, good. <laughs> There's just so many things to be afraid of. Speaking of the Zika virus, I just went in our backyard, which is still full of all the painting materials from remember when the guys told it, like mm -hmm. just showed up in October to paint and then they're never going to the pick that on. up. No, but it's like there's tarps on top of ladders and there's just all these puddles and it's starting Gross. to get warm. Gross. And I'm like, it's they're going to be full of mosquitoes and I'm going to get this. Was Zika virus was mosquitoes, right? It was mosquitoes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. disgusting. Y'all don't have snakes yeah. up there, do you? No, not unless too, you're like it's too cold by by the in the woods by the Marshy water stuff area. like that. Okay, yeah, which I am not. I've only like seen a snake here maybe once, maybe one time mm -hmm. I saw one like slithering around. But it, yeah, it's not too often. Ugh. Yeah, snakes are gross. Snakes are um, gross. All right, so what's your what's your so BS much. for this week? We talked about some good stuff. What's a we did let's complain? What's your BS this week? Well, standardized testing season is bearing down real hard. So everybody everybody is done. Like these kids are just all the way done. I'm all the way done. All the other teachers are all the way done. It just really sucks. But um, so we were one of the teachers on my team was like, oh. We should do like a Candyland theme for our test prep. And she was sending us all these Amazon links. And everybody else was like, yeah, I'm going to get those. And after like an hour of that, I texted them. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm probably not going to spend any money on this. I was like, if yeah, I might cut something out. I was like, I just, I am not feeling it. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of, I'm over them. Like they're being turds constantly. And I don't feel like shelling out any more money them. for this. Right. And so then they kind of guilted me into it. And they ended up buying stuff for my room for me. And then I felt like a total a-hole. So I Venmoed them back. Cause I'm like, I can't be a total jerk like that. So yeah. we candy landed it up and, um, I made this giant game board on the back wall of my room. And I put like mm -hmm. some of the places where you land has like a candy on it. And some of them has like our 
bribery school money and some of them have like um what's the other one i can't remember there's something else on there anyway there's like certain things that they can land on and i have one of those giant foam die where you can like switch Mm -hmm. out the sides and so i put a color on all the different sides and they can earn rolls when they are doing something without me asking them or when they say something particularly brilliant that they normally wouldn't say or when they do something kind for somebody else. So just like, I'll just kind of randomly choose things. And then sometimes I'll roll an actual die and be like, oh, if you got number six right, then you get to <laughs> go roll in the back of the room. Just like completely random reasons to mm-hmm. roll. And they are eating it up. But the problem is I've bought one of those giant bags of dum dum pops because I was like I'm not yeah. buying good candy and I'm not spending a ton of money yeah, on that. And they don't so, have peanuts in them so it's exactly. like safe for everybody. They, they give them out at the doctor's office so you know it's got to be right safe. So I bought you know a 7,000 pack of those and they're running through them like crazy and then there's one kid who's been unwrapping them and then putting them back in the jar. So the other day one of the other kids was like like licking Miss. it and then putting it back? No just taking the wrapper off. To see what flavor oh, it is. And they're all like, turn. you can look on the wrapper and see what flavor it is, you little fart. So anyway, there's ants in my jug of candy. No. So, oh yeah. I was so pissed. So um, I, I was like, well, if I owe you candy, I'm just going to write your name on this list. And when I get replacement candy, I'll give it to you. So then during my lunch break, I just dumped out the jar and I rinsed out the ants. And then I tapped them all on the table to shake out any extra ants. And I put them right back in that jar, baby. <laughs> And then that little friend, extra protein, little extra protein around the world is a delicacy. So, Mm -hmm. um, that little friend just doesn't get to play anymore because come on, man. I'm like, I'm trying to do something fun. Please don't ruin it for everybody. Oh my goodness. Uh, expensive. So, uh, so my BS, which is kind of not BS. It's, it's a little amusing. I can't remember what I put on, uh, like Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, something, I like I put up uh, an email a student sent me and like crossed out all the pertinent information Mm -hmm. and then a mutual friend of ours that's written on the Google Doc messaged me. Uh, She also teaches college and she and I were just having a back and forth complaining about students and then sharing emails back and forth (laughs) of kids just full of excuses. Being the worst. And then she was like, you know what? You and I should start a teaching podcast. And um, I was like, no, ma'am, I'm, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. <laughs> so I think she said she would like to be a guest. At Heck some point. yes, so, that would be really so we'll fun have to have her come on and get some more, um, <clears throat> some more stories about college students. Yeah. But one of the things I was telling her about, did I ever talk to you about the Shrek critique? No. Okay. So my college kids for theater appreciation, uh, this is a, a, an asynchronous class. So obviously we're not seeing live productions. Mm-hmm. But they do have to learn how to write a critique and um, they have to do, I think I let them choose between a play or a musical, but it has to be recorded in front of a live audience. Mm -hmm. Like that's the whole thing, you know, trying to get them to really understand the difference between a movie and uh, a A a play. Yeah, yeah. Something that like they only get to do it one time. It's done live, blah, blah, blah. Um, So... I give them lists to suggestions of what they have on Netflix, this, that, the other, but they can also, you know, they're free to find something else. I I always get two or three critiques on Shrek the Musical. Have you, have you seen Shrek the Musical? No, but we are going to a local high school production of one next weekend as a family. So I'm excited. Yeah. Nice. It's, I, I like it. I I really do I've heard good things about it. So I'm going to, um... I'm going to read you some excerpts from a student's critique on Shrek. Ooh. Um, they had a lot of hot takes. They think that Shrek is like the best ever. Shrek is their favorite, favorite. I don't remember if they said cartoon or if they straight up said movie, but they like really like Shrek and uh-huh. they did not care for the musical. Oh, and did they were... change too much from the movie? Oh, yes. They mm-hmm. were really disappointed and like Donkey's voice not matching. <laughs> they thought that the Shrek that had the lead, they thought he was just terrible. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I was getting offended because I was like, what the? You Whoa, need to man. shut your mouth. These yeah. are like fantastic Broadway performers. Um, but anyway, one thing where he really. I'm going to say some slightly offensive things in a moment. I want you to know these are direct quotes from from a student. <laughs> the thing that he really really got pissed about 
was that Lord Farquaad was not played by a, quote, dwarf. <laughs> wow. That's what a what he really got ass. pissed about. So I'm going to read the three different times that he brought it up. Um, he So he complained about about donkey, not having, like, a good enough donkey voice. And not he complained a, so not about an Eddie Shrek. Murphy voice and not Yeah, a he complained that it wasn't voice. an Eddie Murphy impression. Yeah. Um, so then he so like says. like, missing the point of what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're not supposed to copy it exactly, dumbass. dumbass. But, but I digress. <laughs> um. So he he after he complains about the oh he also complained about like the the gingerbread man's voice wasn't high enough. Oh my <laughs> just, god! Like, the like the like nitpicky stuff. Was but at he, least uh, uh, he, just an idiot. He was yeah. an idiot. Um. But then he says, and this is quote, I also believe that Lord, wait, I also believe the Lord Farquaad character should have been played by a dwarf for more realism in the play. (laughs) So he's complaining about the lack of realism in this play about an ogre ogre and a talking fucking donkey. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bless his his heart. So then a couple lines later, he said, Lord Farquaad definitely should be played by a dwarf. And then in the very next paragraph, it says, the dwarf would also add to the diversity of the type of characters on stage, which would make the play instantly more interesting. And we all know how powerful a dwarf can be in watching a movie or television show like Game of Thrones. What? I would like to add that Game of Thrones is not capitalized. He also only sometimes capitalizes Shrek. He does not capitalize I I when talking about himself. How do they not? You are in college. I know. I so I have my fourth graders who will still not put a period or capitalize the eyes or what, and it makes me bananas. And I'll like call them out in front of class, or I'll put it under the doc cam, and I'm like. Who can tell me, like, oh, oh, they didn't capitalize their own name. I'm like, uh-huh. And they're like, oh, miss. I'm like, just capitalize it. You've been writing since you were in kindergarten. I know they teach mm-hmm. it. Like, what happened? What happened from when we were kids and we had to, I guess it was those grammar drills in your textbook that you just have to do them all, you know, do numbers one through 30. I, I don't know. I don't know why they can't do it. And then if you type it. It red squi- it auto corrects it for you. So that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, did you just type this directly into Blackboard? Into like a notepad? Did you or- not at least do this in Google Docs and have for it real? squiggle? I don't it's understand. So bizarre. There's no excuse for that. I like at least this kid had some some opinions, but they were wrong. Oh, I don't have this included. But at the very <laughs> I mean, this end, is your opinion, but it's an incorrect opinion. Well, yeah, so I definitely got, like, my red pen, because you can do that digitally, and uh-huh. just, like, kept underlining the lowercase eyes and the, all the, like, terrible grammar oh mistakes. God. But I wish I'd, I don't have this exact quote, so this isn't an exact quote. But he says somewhere in there that, that is, that's, he says that he's not a theater genius, but he doesn't think it was good. <laughs> I'm no theater genius, I'm no theater but this genius. is not good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is this the first play he's ever seen? Maybe it's his first play that's like an adaptation of a movie or Maybe, something. but I like definitely wrote back and was like, you need to understand that voice actors are very different than stage actors. They get to do takes over and over and mm-hmm. over again. And someone doing an impression of a cartoon is not necessarily, quote, good acting. Also, on the stage, it might be very hard to understand a certain accent that they're doing. Like, the director might be like, that's a terrible Mike Myers impersonation, Mm -hmm. and nobody can understand you from the audience. I mean, he does play the ogre as Scottish, I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure. I can't remember now. I think he does, though. Okay. I think he does the. I think he does the Scottish. Well, thank episode. God, or it would have been. But it's a total. Go, mess. Uh, it's good. It's on Netflix. You should. Um, oh, if your kids are into it, after you see the high school production, Afterwards. you should let them watch the. Yeah, Maybe. Sutton Foster is Fiona, and she's like my favorite. Oh, so good. Maybe we can get it off of um, Hamilton for a little while. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's my BS. That is so. A- I, uh, on our Google Doc, I just have a bunch, oh, before we talk about our social studies stuff, have an important announcement. If I have time, I'll make a drop that's like, announcement! Okay. Mr. F. Mr. F. 
is teacher of the year <gasps> for the school district where we teach. That was my sound yeah! of the. That's your. That's the, your. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> I have a penny whistle over here. A slide whistle. Yes. Give and then Mr. he like, F. didn't even say anything. I like found out about it on the district website. I'm like, you are such a humble person because i would be like, be mm, like i already got t-shirts give me a printed. t-shirt y'all send, guess out what magnets to everybody i'd just be like about time <laughs> for real i would get a mug that says school's best teacher <laughs> no, i'm gonna get him one. Oh, good you should right. you the should. clock is starting i now have like six days before i can <laughs> get him this mug get not that I, I don't know done. if he actually listens to i think he listens to us sporadically he'll listen to a couple of episodes because i'll start getting texts i see how it is well um, he clearly doesn't get his teaching tips from us because if he did he would not be teacher <laughs> of the year so congratulations mr way to f. go mr so f glad. so i was gonna say my you know i teach at two different universities plus like the the middle and high school but the the fancy private private college where i teach that pays me more it's not it's not a crazy amount more because they pay you per hour like credit hour sure but their credits are four credit classes so it does end up being quite a bit more Mm -hmm. so they they offered me another class in the fall so i feel like i'm in like this abusive relationship that's like oh i know you're trying to get real here's some more dollars here's a couple more classes but it's barely any more dollars but it's barely barely absolutely not worth it Oh, it's like it this sweet, sweet not... summer. When I, I hear people talk about childbirth and how they forget how painful it is, I feel like that's what the summer is for teachers. It is. It is. That's when we're renewed and we don't quit and we go back. And then so quickly we're in September and we're like, oh, no, I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember all of this. <laughs> no. So let's talk about some articles. I have a bunch of different articles oh, that yeah. I let's have put on the Google Doc. Um uh, the first one, controversial. It is an article that says that teachers should have to wear uniforms. Huh. And it says that, like, its reasoning behind it is, you know, they'll, the kids have to wear uniforms. It ensures that the teachers look professional, blah, blah, blah. But, but like, I feel like maybe if that uniform was just a T-shirt and... <laughs> Right. And, well, also, and some comfy pants. Maybe I would be fine with that because I wouldn't have like, to think about what I job, wear. job, don't you have to be professional when you dress? Right. Like, so just require, if you, if that's important to you, require a minimum, you know, business casual dress code for your teachers mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, What's the last job you had where you did have to wear a uniform? Do you even remember? I, when I worked at the, the little gym maybe for at the 10 animal minutes, clinic? I had to wear like a specific polo i think the only time i had to was when i worked at the animal clinic and then it was just scrubs but -hmm. i don't think as an adult i've ever had to wear specific branded so my thing is like i grew up going to schools wearing a uniform so to me it's no big deal and honestly it's kind of easy to just not have to think about it ever right um but also they're universally unflattering and depending yeah. on what they are, they can be uncomfortable. Like if I had to wear pleat front khakis with a oh black polo tucked in with our school Ooh. logo, I would look like Pat yeah. from SNL. Yes. <laughs> so I would have a problem with that. Um, and also, I'd, I think teachers, just depending on what you teach and how you teach, you need to be able to feel well, very yeah, comfortable because when I'm wearing. doing movement stuff. Or if you're like a kindergarten, first grade teacher, a lot of times you sit on the floor and yeah. do story time and stuff like that. Absolutely. So that's a good point. Sometimes you stand on two chairs that are stacked on top of each other to smack a roach with your shoe on the ceiling in the middle of class because it cannot continue until that roach is killed. So I can't do that necessarily <laughs> if I'm wearing, you know, I don't know. So I'm, What would be mm, a, like your perfect teacher uniform? My perfect teacher uniform. So what I typically wear on a given day anyway is pants that pull on, whether they be fake pull-on jeans or some kind of pull-on, you know, colored pant. And then Mm -hmm. just like a loose-ish shirt that I don't have to worry about tucking in or, you know, picking off my sweaty body or anything. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll wear, I always either wear like a, some kind of sneaker or like something comfortable mm-hmm. to stand in for nine hours at a time. So like I look professional, but um, 
I never have my shirt tucked in ever. I don't own a belt. Um, I never wear a polo. You know what I did have that was pretty great? And I think I would do this. This might be a good like happy medium. When I taught at that performing arts school, they had these like student ambassadors that would give tours and stuff. Mm -hmm. And the my friend that was the like coordinator of these students and stuff and did admissions um, had like these cute uh, sweaters made mm. with like the uh, like an the embroidered the school, school logo, school logo yeah. and then the person's name. And we liked them so much that we talked her into doing an order for certain teachers. And I loved wearing that suit because it had pockets in it, you know, so often pants don't. So it was a nice little button-up thing. And it was something like that I think would be cool if we had a couple of those like just sweatery thingies that it was like it's still kind of tying it together if that's really what it's about. If that's I do love the idea of not thinking about what I have to wear. Yeah, that does sound good. I think if anything, if they did have a uniform, it should be like this is the – this is the scope of our school colors and please try to stay within these school colors and, but just wear whatever you want. That's not ripped jeans or I I don't know. I just, I feel like, I feel like teachers have to have flexibility there. Yeah. Yeah. I taught a dance studio once and we had to wear like 90% black or something. Yeah. Unless it was branded attire from that studio. Mm -hmm. And that that makes sense. Also scrubs, scrubs would work. Scrubs are so comfy. I mean, really comfortable. That you look like I did when I worked at Walgreens. I wore scrubs. Mm-hmm. That was that was nice. It's not terrible. And again, I never had to think about what I was going to wear. Yeah, I just had to think like, is this clean? <laughs> yes. Can you smell this yet? Do I have any Febreze left? <sighs> yeah. That's... All right. This this okay. next thing that's on the list is not an article, but it's something I saw on I don't remember where. It was a PD, and it was something that. Uh, that a school was having their teachers make, but then kind of ended up backfiring. So it's called, it's a, it's called like what's on your plate. Mm-hmm. So they passed out like paper plates. I do not remember the actual purpose of this, uh-huh. but they had teachers like list all the stuff that they need to do, or maybe they were doing it for students. And then a teacher they was had like, to try I decided to do it myself. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like list all the – so I think it was like about time management for students. Okay. But then a teacher decided to do it herself. So it's like you list all the stuff you have to do in a typical day, mm-hmm. and then you take a paper plate and, and you, you divide it into segments. Do a graph kind of thing. But when they did it for the teachers, it was like you needed a fucking magnifying glass to see yeah. all the shit all the they had slivers. to get done. Yes! Mm-mm. Yes. That checks out. So I out. thought it was a – I thought it was an interesting thing. That is very interesting. Yeah. Maybe it would be useful as a PD to like write down these things that you have to do every day and then erase the ones that you don't actually have to do. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I that feel would like be useful. That's a good way of, of thinking, like put, color coding it with yeah. stuff like this is what I have to do. Yeah, this is stuff I enjoy doing, but I really don't need to. Right. Like this is bells like my and whistles. teaching might suffering might suffer, right. but. Um, I don't have to do these things. That's kind of how I've been teaching the last two or three weeks is yeah. Um, I've been leaving 10 to 15 minutes after contract time. I still get there oh, a little bit early you. just because I like to I like to feel prepared. But Same. I haven't graded a thing from I've not done anything from home oh. in the last three weeks. Because Good I'm just like, you. you know what? They don't they don't notice it anyway. Like they don't appreciate it anyway. So why? Yeah. Similarly, so my my speech students, like their their school ends a week earlier than my other ones because they started. So they're done. Their grades are due on Tuesday. And I'm like, do I type up all this feedback? They're not going to read, right? read it. They're not going to read it. Maybe you I don't be like think I'm even going to bother. Request. Yeah, maybe that's what I'll do. Just do that. And then if they ask for it. I think that's a really good idea. I'll just write feedback upon request because I normally type all this stuff up and it's like, I don't think anybody's reading this. It's like when you do goal setting or whatever that you have to do for your school and your PD stuff. Mm -hmm. Nobody reads that. Nobody's going to read that. Oh my God. Did you read this next one? This North Carolina teacher plan? I read it a couple weeks ago and I don't remember what it is. So we might just skip it unless you read it. (laughs) Let's scan it. All right. Oh, did I tell, did I talk about the maybe bonus that we might get in three years on the podcast yet? No, you sent it to me in a text, (laughs) but we have not recorded. So why don't you tell us all about this? Let's talk about this. So the other day we had a staff meeting 
where um, they were telling us about this potential bonus that we could earn. And it was like this big 15 minute presentation. And I don't know, I can't remember if it's a federal program or a state program. Where it they was have, federal. It's federal. They've it got all federal, these, yeah. this grant money and they give them to the dis- they give the money to the districts and then the districts kind of decide how they're going to decide who gets this money. So in order to get this money, I can either A, become a nationally certified teacher, which if you haven't heard of this before, it's basically like getting another graduate degree. while you're teaching full-time like it's super intense or you can go undergo this super rigorous observation program where there's two parts to it one part is you have to receive like a distinguished or and whatever the other one is that's above like right acceptable whatever the, the the two higher ones right in all categories and your students have to test 30 percent higher than they did last year or there has to be there's some kind of 30 percent is crazy there's some kind of it's some it's 30 percent for something and it has to do with the testing so if you do teach beautifully and you get all the distinguished things but your percentage is at like 24 percent you won't get it and vice versa like if your students grow 50 percent and or 50 percent of your students show growth god what was it i can't remember it's something heinous and Mm. um and then you uh, get like one market accomplished, you don't get this money. But if you can accomplish all of these things, I could receive up to $3,000 extra in the summer of 2024. I'm like, are you, I don't give a shit. Like, really? Why can't you just give us a raise? Either give us a raise or don't give us a raise. $3,000, like I think about my friends who have real jobs and them getting their bonuses, their quarterly bonuses or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's significantly more than my salary and a half. Like, but then... I found the text uh, you sent me. Oh, yeah. Read it to it's, me. Um, uh, so same thing. Bonus grant. You either become nationally certifi- certified or receive accomplished and distinguished ratings on all your observations. And 70% of your students show growth on their state exam you might get three thousand dollars but not but not the summer after you do that the summer right after right in 2024 so yeah. if you still teach then you if might you're get still that. there i'm like such horseshit oh it made me so so angry and they're like so it's the a good state, thing it's money i'm like fuck your money the state where we were both born has like a crazy teacher shortage i can't remember if it's a city or the state but it's something like they're going to have over three, because this is the time of year where they ask you if you mm-hmm. intend to come back. And they have like 3,000 teachers or something. They're like, nah. Yeah. That's not to mention the ones that are just going to ghost you if they can find a job between Absolutely. now and then. And it's like their plan is like anything but a raise. That's We're going to do t- emergency hiring. Yes. As long as people try to get their certification. Yeah. And have a college degree in if anything. You, if you have a clean background mostly mm-hmm. if you maybe. don't have any if you don't have any felonies but you just have some like because they had that one guy that <laughs> they did. did have all those felonies no man what are they gonna do <laughs> what are they gonna do i just i don't understand they have it. to pay more money so here's something that i think they can do and this leads into our next article which i think is great and this is uh some districts do this already and some are considering it and it's having a four-day work week Oh, that'll well, do it. Four days with the students. With students and then one teachers work teacher five. work day. Right. So that uh-huh. Friday. I can't some districts did it as the Friday, some did it as the Monday. Yeah. But it was either the beginning or the end of the week. Is just, just is a teacher no, work no kids. Day. It's just teachers get to prep, they get to do their PD, they mm-hmm. get to grade their stuff. God damn, if you had that just, every single week. I know. It makes every so much sense. Every single week? So much well, easier. We need that time to do all the things that we're required to do mm-hmm. by all these laws they keep passing, but we can't get them mm-hmm. done while we're teaching. I mean, it's almost no. a required thing. I saw I saw a thing where um, in one state or one school for Teacher Appreciation Week, they told the teachers in an email, like, this week you get 30 minutes of duty-free lunch. And it's like, that's right. oh, by fucking law, the, I should be getting 30 minutes of duty-free lunch, assholes. So like, if this is the same one we saw, 
it was posted by somebody that was a specialist like me mm-hmm. and they didn't get it at all because, because they had to take the kids all the all <laughs> lunch. Yes. So yeah. they were like, not only did I not get it, but I didn't get lunch at all that day yeah. because we had to do this in order to give the, the teachers their duty free lunch. Pretty much the entire uh, specials team is um, resigning from our school at the end of the year. All of them are leaving. So it'll Damn. be all new people. I mean, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's like right when now. I taught at that school, and by December, I was like, I'm the most senior person on the specials team because everybody everybody quit. quits. <laughs> Everybody's gonna quit. Oh, there's only so much abuse nightmare. we can take. Can you imagine though what it would take to get parents and the community on board for a four day week? Because already there's this huge swath of people who believe that teachers are lazy and all we do is bitch and complain, and I you know, know why. Why should we have to pay more taxes to fund all this shit? And now I've got to babysit my kid or whatever. Like, I feel like that would, would be the biggest issue. They would have to have some kind of government programming for that day mm-hmm. that people that did not have the means to send their kids to a camp or whatever yeah. would be available. Because that's going to be, mm-hmm. that's the reason why none of this shit passes. That's the reason we can't change middle schools to start later, yep. even though we have the evidence that because says their brains need to sleep late. Mm-hmm. Because parents need to get to work. Yeah. Because it's babysitting. It's babysitting. A thousand percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm 100% on board with it. Oh, speaking of middle school, my son's graduation is coming up in May. Oh, I know. Yay! <laughs> okay, totally off topic, but the next article... Yeah. <laughs> The Alabama school cafeteria manager overpaid tw- by 23000 has to repay it six years later. Fuck you, Alabama. So I did the math. This person oh got a raise from being like a regular cafeteria worker to cafeteria manager. This is why she, I think it was a she, did not realize that they accidentally put her on the wrong step on the pay scale. It was. Before taxes, $149 extra a paycheck. So why the fuck So that's did why she that? didn't notice it. You don't even because get 23,000. Like, yeah, 23,000. Okay, so I had this conversation with my husband yesterday. I was like, I how much money know. do I make? And he was totally like ragging on me for it and I was like you don't understand so this isn't the case in public schools but it is in universities they do not have the salary schedules made as a public thing Mm -hmm. they're on the website but there's no link you have to know what the crazy long address is it's at every university I've ever worked for it's some kind of crazy secret I have to find a piece of paper like I get my contract at the beginning of the year but they don't don't show you the steps yeah yeah so I made him like look up because I wanted to add up how much I was making since I'm going to teach another class at the other one if mm-hmm. I don't find something better. Um, but yeah, so it's like it's it's very difficult to find out how much you make. So this yeah. poor woman, which when you're trying to do the math with like taxes and this and who knows, maybe she got knocked up a, a tax bracket. I'll never forget when I went from like $29,000 of working retail to 32, which was my first full-time teaching job. And, then you're and I thought less. I was going to make so much. Yes, because Did I was in the next taxed? tax bracket yep. up. So who knows? This poor lady might not have even been making that much more. But that's what it stretched out to over six years. So messed up. And she got this letter that basically said, like, you need to pay us back this money uh, by this date, which was only like a couple of months away, or we're going to start adding an additional like penalty of $250, yeah, $250 bucks, which is a significant amount of money mm-hmm. if you're making it wasn't even taking it out of her check they were gonna penalize her that much every week or month on top of oh it oh my god isn't that insane she and so now it's like you're helping her out oh yeah because that's their fucking mistake absolutely that's so absolutely crazy so i hope we're gonna follow <sighs> up gross. on this one so I really hope she gets a lawyer, somebody that's pro bono that because it's yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's disgusting. I wonder why mm-hmm. people are quitting so much. If mm-hmm. only we could figure out what's happening if only to make people quit. I don't know. So by the time our, our listeners hear this, it will be the week after Teacher Appreciation Week. Mm. So I hope they get some some goodies. Do they have anything planned for you? Oh, all... Or is it always a surprise? All this week, they've told us what lunch they're going to be giving us, and it's, like, all catered 
good lunches oh, nice. from like good places. So I'm very excited also because this year we have the first lunch period. Whereas Ooh, yeah, last, last year, time you didn't get anything. No, a it was times, always all gone by the time we got there. So I'm, but I'm going to be mindful of the people who do have the last lunch mm-hmm. break of the day and try not to be a dick and take too much food because I know what that feels like and it doesn't feel they, good. They really should be like plate lunches. And they yeah. should be in the boxes pre-done. Like I know really catered nice. style is a lot cheaper, but that's what it should be. It just should. It's fair. It should. But <sighs> I'm very excited about it. Oh, I was going to tell you something else and I can't remember because I didn't write it down. And that's how I roll. Um, <laughs> well, if I think of it, I do. And if not, oh, well. Hey, I was a this... silly story. Yeah. Oh, what's this I, I IMDb thing? Is that what this is? Yeah, this is the silly story because okay. I'm looking at the, the Google Doc too. So... I don't know, a couple of months ago, um, uh, actually it wasn't even that long ago, some of my students, we were talking about, these are my, my theater, uh, my theater teacher students. For some reason, a particular A-list celebrity came up and then they were like, oh yeah, that A-list celebrity uh, filmed this XYZ movie. And I was like, oh yeah, I was in that movie. And they all thought I was joking. And, and like, I was like, have we really not back. talked about this? Yeah. Oh so so we, so we, then I was like, oh, I'm so proud of me for not just like bringing this up. Yes. That <laughs> shows so much fun. self-control. Yeah. So, so then one of my students was like, well, why don't you put it on IMDb? Because there's other people that had the same part of me that put it on there. But if, if you don't have a speaking role, you're generally not added. Yeah. I just like looked for myself on imdb which you know one does every once in a while of course and i saw somebody with the same name as me and i was like god freaking kidding damn it somebody else is already on there so if i do want to add myself then what am i gonna do what name am i gonna use so fast forward to a couple weeks later uh my husband and i are, are sitting in a bar and i casually mentioned this to him and he's like our last name is not that that's so weird. Our last name's not that usual. And the way you spell your first name is not usual. We're going back and forth. So he pulls it up and he was like, oh yeah, you're right. So he starts reading the project and he's like, he reads off the description to me. And then he's like, it says this is a voice actor. Are you sure this isn't you? And then I was like, no, it's totally me. Yeah. That's a, that's that's a (laughs) voiceover I did for a documentary and it didn't even occur to me. That it could be me. That's I just bonkers. saw it and got pissed off that somebody you had my name. You didn't click into it and just read? I would have clicked <laughs> into it and been like, who is my, who the hell do they think they are? Well, it didn't have a picture or anything. And it's because That's this bananas. particular project added me on there. I'm credited in the credits of the documentary uh-huh. and stuff. And I just like, it did not even, and if I'd clicked on it and saw voice actor, then I'd been like, hmm, because I do a lot of voiceover stuff. But I just like, I felt like such a doofus. So now I'm going to go into IMDb and put in my other yeah. credits that I have. Absolutely. And add a bio and stuff. But it was a... Absolutely, It was, it was a fun little feather in my cap. That is that a I was fun also little like, feather in your why cap. Why did I not... Why did I not... Like, I was conceited enough to look up my own name. Yeah. But not to investigate the <laughs> your project. name twin. Maybe it's because it was filmed in a place where I don't live, so it didn't even occur to me, like, this could be a voiceover thing, you ding dong, so. That's funny. There we go. So I'm on IMDb. I listened to the Smartless episode with that um, A-list actor that I think you're talking about. all three of the A-list actors that are in it have been on Smartless, and one of them I listened to the other day. Like mentioned this Mm -hmm. project that you just finished. Oh, tell me which which celebrity it was. Um, Okay, yeah, because he and Dr. were all interviewed while they were filming it. Oh, really? So they all talk okay. about it, but I just listened to the other one, and okay. she talks about it also. I'll go back and like, listen to the other two then. Yeah. Guy, I'm going to have to redact so much in this so fucking episode. So much, you're going to have to pay attention to it. Yeah. Yeah, so much clapping. Oh, oh, I remember what I was going to tell you. So oh, yeah, yeah, tell me. Testing season is upon us. If you are a teacher of upper elementary slash middle school kids, there's this fantastic book called The Perfect Score by, um, I think his name is Rob Bouye, B-U-Y-E-A. And it's 
it's told, it's a story about these five kids who are totally different and they're not friends with each other. And each kid writes a different chapter, but it's all mm-hmm. centered around how their school year becomes ruined because all, all of the pressure that's put on them because of this test. Right. And it's just a really good story. And it has an ending where you're like, yeah, that should happen. So I, it was a, it was a nice little, um, story to read during testing season to put hope back Good. in your heart that maybe one day things will be different even though we know they won't be maybe uh-huh. one day i just i want to just if we, like the money we spend on the actual tests for standardized testing oh my god they could so use that oh, to pay for that alabama cafeteria workers penalties for herself so so your federal whatever thing um said that you can get your thing by all these observations and stuff who's doing these fucking observations um our admin team who already have no time to do fucking anything so now they have to do this have to too. do additional ops mm-hmm. oh this is so stupid it's so stupid everything's stupid everything stupid. is so stupid Rawr. so dumb speaking of everything being stupid let's do a little screaming in the parking lot screaming in the parking lot mine's mine's pretty intense so if you want to go first i'll do mine first i'm just so sick of doing covid math so many people in the last like six weeks of my life i've had so many close contacts that have covid Mm -hmm. that they'll like i've gotten many a text that's just like just so you know i've got covid so then i'm like okay when's the last time i saw you yeah uh, I don't. I don't feel sick now. I need to take a test. So if they, so if they were symptomatic at this day, it's, I'm so, so sick of doing it. Yeah, I'm just. I'm. I'm over it. I'm, stopping. Stopping. Yeah. What's funny is where I am. Nobody even talks about it anymore. It's kind of like, oh, they really? got they got COVID. It's like okay, yeah. Like everybody's just done pretending that it exists. Not pretending that it exists. Everybody's done letting it. Yeah. yeah. It's bananas. Rule their lives. We still have a lot of people. But so many people. That it affects that. And like most of the people here are vaccinated and it's still so many people yeah. are still getting it. And it's bonkers. <sighs> it's yeah. bonkers. I'm sick of it. So mine is, uh, mine is kind of a sad just state of mm-hmm. where, how we treat children in schools. So at my elementary school, there's a student who has been moved from uh, my next door neighbor teacher's room to a different fourth grade teacher because earlier this year she threatened, she, or she said, she like wrote down a statement to the assistant principal saying like, I hope you die and I hope your family dies and I have like just awful things because she had been caught. Um, she had taken a pair of scissors and removed the pin in the middle. So basically she had two shanks and was walking around at recess threatening other students and so oh got God. turned in for that. And, um, just throughout the year, this child has been cry, like cry for help after cry for help. Like there's clearly some mental illness going on here, but, um, the, dis- the people in charge in the district are like, well, let's just give it another six weeks and see how things work out. If it gets better. And it's like, if, if you have a fourth grader who's threatening to stab people at recess, like something's right. not right there. So this kid needs help. So anyway, they moved her to another teacher's classroom and, um, since then she, uh, the other day threatened a couple of kids at recess, apparently that she was going to bring a gun to school and shoot them. So nobody found out about it because the kids didn't tell the teachers, but although this child has been referred to the office, unbelievable number of times this year for threats, not gun violence, but other kinds of violence, like really serious stuff, like stabbing people at recess with pencils and things and like getting in school suspension here and there, but no real like interventions. So, um, one student's parents called the local cops. And so now the school has to do like heavy duty stuff about it. So for the rest of the school year, this child will still be on campus, but not allowed to have a backpack of any kind has to come straight to the office in the morning and then be escorted down to this room where she'll be by herself with the, with another teacher all day long, do all of her work in there has to be escorted to the bathroom. Like can't have a moment of any kind of privacy or interaction with anyone other than the person, the people in the office. That'll definitely help. It'll definitely help her. (laughs) And, um, on top of that, the teacher was told like, oh, you can just Zoom um, your lessons to her or if you want, if it would be easier to just, you know, pre-record lessons. It is not easier to pre-record lessons. If it would lessons. be easier? It is twice oh the work. Oh, my God. And it's like, 
why don't we pull this kid out and put her inpatient somewhere where she can get right. help? What With in the people hell? that have actual specialized... Right. Uh, oh, my god. Because you know what's not going to help her is more test review leading up to a state test in a padded cell by herself. Like, oh, it's just so frustrating and sad and... Uh, there's just so they many had things a really, wrong with it really powerful PSA I saw sometime in the last year where it's basically like this montage of like sad kids and this one's depressed about something and you're going on and on and on and on and on and then at the very end like you think it's going to be something about like suicide prevention um and then it's like hey did you notice the kid that's going to shoot up the school and then it goes back and starts the PSA from the beginning and like shows this other student in the background doing all this really fucked up stuff. Oh then it's basically saying like a lot of times people are missing the signs or ignoring the signs or mm -hmm. stuff that is supposedly going to lead to gun violence. Um, if I can find this PSA, I'll link it in the notes. But it was really so, powerful. Oh God, that's so scary. Just red flag, <sighs> red flag. We had to do another lockdown drill. Um this month also and that's just god every time we do that i just get i get pissed off and also really sad and then i'm thinking like well both of my children are in this school so what would i do you know like yeah i start playing oh, through god, all this stuff i'm like that. i don't it's bananas so this uh this i'm gonna have a bonus screaming in the parking lot because your story made me think about something that's going on here we have like a band of wild middle schoolers that are just picking a random person or two that are by themselves and just like beating the shit out of them what the fuck and there's video of it because of course they're recording it of and course. like putting it on t TikTok, tiktok or whatever yeah so they caught two of them one of them is 14 is going to be, they're going to, so I hope the little motherfucker squeals and the other one they caught, she's only 11. Oh so they can't God. press any kind of charges because she's only 11, but they like broke somebody's arm and did something else. Like it's awful. So again, like this child, if we can't press charges, needs some kind of mental health. Mm -hmm. Like you need some help. There's something going on with these kids. What in the hell? Just terrifying. It's just the like not realizing that humans are actually humans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so scary. Every life, life is a TikTok video waiting mm -hmm. to be made, mm -hmm. no matter how messed up. Hey, but I it's some little. Yeah, go ahead. We'll stop. I'll say. stop with the little asshole kids. <laughs> yeah, let's let's lean into some happy stuff. <laughs> let's lean into some happy stuff. It's, it's all worth it. I actually have had a lot of all worth it's lately because. Um, you know, we're getting closer to production time and I have some really good, good, good students that are working very hard on stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but there, one in particular, um, my, my college kids that are going to be theater teachers, one of them had an interview a few days ago and she came into class and she was like, Miss W, thank God you made us write a teaching philosophy and link it back to a learning theory so i not only make them make a teaching philosophy like a statement that's yeah. a couple of sentences that's like they have to have like an elevator pitch but then below that they have to have a couple of paragraphs that are like yeah this uh, this is related to constructivist theory because i believe that blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. and then they have to create something that goes with it so they can like make a piece of art or an infographic or you know a playlist like i was like it can be anything mm -hmm. The point is, is that you're thinking about it in a different way. So then when somebody asks you about it, it's going to be a lot easier for you to talk about it. So she was like, I had my interview and she was like, they asked me about my teaching philosophy and, like, and about this. my favorite learning theories. And she was like, thank God you told me because otherwise I wouldn't have even known what they were talking yes! about. And I was like, hell yeah. Look I was like, I'll effective. never forget. The first time I interviewed for a teaching position and they asked me my teaching philosophy and I was like, uh, say, huh? What? I don't teacher, know. Teaching I don't know. Teaching them kids. to do the stuff. Yeah. Build relationships. Because <laughs> so that, that so that really I, I was really proud of myself because I keep telling them, like, I not only want you to be effective teachers, but I want to help you get a job. Yes. So. So. Absolutely. Well, I guess my all worth it is I have this student who showed up to me at the beginning of the year reading at below a kindergarten level and by mid-year she was reading at like a middle of first grade level and she came up 
to me and my partner and told us that she was going to be moving like this week. She's moving back out of state to where she was before because her granny is sick of having them at the house with her and they can't wait until summer because plane tickets will be too expensive. It's just really sad. Anyway, she asked me if I would see what, how she's reading now at the end of the year before she leaves. And so I tested her again and now she's reading at like beginning of second grade level and so I told her, I wrote her this big letter and I, and I was like giving her, you know, no matter what happens, this is what you have to do to keep growing. You know, it, you mm-hmm. might not have a teacher who's going to know, who's going to do these things. You might not have That is time, so whatever. nice of you. So I wrote this big thing and then she came back to me the next day and she goes, miss, it took me over an hour to read that letter you wrote. It was a really big letter. And I was like. I was like, I'm sorry about that. And she goes, no, it made me cry, but in a good way. And so I brought you some cookies today. So she hands me these three homemade cookies wrapped up in a paper towel. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I took a bite. I am 90% sure that there was some ganja up in that cookie. (gasps) Oh, my God. I'm very sure. I was like, oh, thank you. I'm going to have the rest of this later. So she brought me some weed cookies. (laughs) She didn't know. Poor baby. Oh, my goodness. I her know. parents are probably shitting their pants wondering where those oh, three cookies you know, went. You know. <laughs> Cracked me up. It's like this poor oh, baby. Oh, my goodness. Hot mess. Oh, so good. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have a BS in education? We want to live. We would love to hear from you. I just realized I haven't checked the email in like two weeks. So maybe we have some emails. Oh. We'll read them next time. We promise. Um, so send us an email at BS in education 2020 at gmail.com. Uh, we'll put all this in the show notes. So if you don't want to write it down, that's totally cool. Check out our Instagram. We post stuff sporadically. We'll start posting it more because my college jobs will be done pretty soon. Hey, I hey, just hey. have a lot of grading to do. Um, yeah, follow us on Instagram. And if you want to talk to us, we love voicemails. Our phone number is 234-73-TEACH. Uh, yeah, that's it. This has been a BS in Education. Classes ended, time to go. Pick up your crayons off the floor. Classes ended, time to go. I don't want to see your face no more. Thank you for listening to ABS in Education. My tummy hurts.